You are listening to episode 114 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Visit the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. Who's the casino? Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. And the MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? I want to gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. As a fan of Jordan Apparel, I know if there's anyone on this planet that can appreciate what I'm about to tell you, it's you. Are you familiar? Oh, I'm excited already. <laughs> Are you familiar with the Six Rings? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I am currently sporting the black variation of the six rings. The, Cut it the, out. No, you're not. I promise you, sir. I promise you. You lie. Uh, I, I, I never expected to ever have these adorn my feet. It was one of those things that they were insanely popular when it first came out. They've come out with, you know, they've started to do the reissues, usually in funky colors. And, you know, when I saw these on the docket of, of shoes that were going to be released, I'm like, there's no way I'm getting these. I mean, because primarily the shoe looks a whole lot like the 11, which is the most popular with the patent leather. Mm-hmm. And I saw it. Which you also have. Oh, wait, that, that is accurate as well. <laughs> but this being the hybrid of the six shoes that, that he wore the, the championships with, never thought that these would... I'd actually get my hands on them. I was utterly shocked and, and ordered as fast as absolutely possible when I saw that my size was actually available. And then, so wait, did you get, uh, you probably got the black with the red on the bottom, right? Uh, yeah, red, red and white on the bottom, yeah. Okay, yeah, you didn't get the uh, the purple? No, no, I did not get the purple. Get the get the Fresh Prince variation. I Dude, I love the Bel Airs. Those are Do so you nice. really? Oh my God, I love them. I thought about it until I heard that they were the Bel Airs and that, that bothered me. <laughs> I don't I, know see, You know, I'm obviously yeah, a big fan of, of Jordan shoes and apparel and everything like that, just like you are. And yep. I do my research, and there's some sites out there that they specialize in making T-shirts that match the color palette used when oh, they design the shoes. come on. <laughs> so, and they, they do all kinds of custom artwork along with it. So yeah. if you're wearing even shoes that are purple with neon green and pink and all kinds of other colors, you can get a shirt. You can get a number of shirts with all kinds of really awesome artwork on it that yeah. match the colors perfectly. See, I'm more of the Jordan shoe head. You are, are, are an apparel god, and I admire <laughs> it tremendously. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Yes, I, I've been known to... Uh, I've been known to rock a few different <laughs> articles of Jordan clothing from I, time. I, I, I believe time I have again. multiple personal photos of, of us <laughs> in which you were adorning yes. said apparel. <laughs> <laughs> what enough about our affinity for Jordan shoes and apparel? I actually have an interesting question for you, though, just before we get into the show, and it is a, a transition right into the show. Excellent. If Treasure Island was named Pleasure Island, would you have an issue with the renovations that Ruffin is doing to the place? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. I, yeah, I think I would. I you think would I would still? because you you still can't take the campiness out of everything that's in there. But would that campiness be there? 
is what I mean. I mean, well, I like guess if, you know what. If, if the name of the property was Campy, also, you would expect your your expectations would then automatically change and expect a Campy sort of motif. All right, what if he what if he changed it to Pleasure Island and then started doing all this stuff and he starts pulling the rocks away and does whatever? Would it bother you that that he's doing all the shit that we think is dumb? Yeah, I think it still kind of would. Still would. I, still would. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. See, I was thinking I would give him a lot more, more leniency if he's like, okay, listen, he's completely abandoning the the theme. I, I'm not a big fan of just abandoning the theme, but listen, if, if you're just going to own up and be like, I can't do anything with this, I'm going to do a pleasure island thing. It's not going to cost me as much to to change the lettering. You know, let me yeah, right. let me let me do that, and then I'll make this place whatever the fuck I want. I, I don't I don't think it would bother me as much. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there it is. There it is. And Mark, you finally found an opportunity to uh, tap into Pinterest. I was doing some research and I stumbled upon Pinterest and and saw how some people were using it and thought that it would be the a, a really great way for us to not only get our name out there further, but to even be a better resource for our listeners to reach into into past episodes as opposed to just going to our search and and searching through the archives looking for what you're looking for. I'm going to make each one of these pins, uh, you know, it's going to have a picture that somehow relates to that episode. It'll give mm. you a quick synopsis of what's going on there, whether it be vintage, reviews, any up, anything I can think of to try and do this. It's, it's, I, I'm really excited about it. It's one of those things like Instagram I've never really gotten. And there's been various other social media things. I don't, I'm not knocking them. I just, I just don't get them. I don't, I don't understand how. Maybe it doesn't fit what you're, yeah, what you're looking exactly, for. Exactly, exactly. And there was something about Pinterest that I bumped into. I'm like, holy shit, I can really use this. So if you're interested, we're at Pinterest.com slash 360Bigs. And well, if, if, if we haven't already, we'll, we'll get around to adding a, a link. Oh, we have, our... Brian. You know me. Yeah, I, it's already on the blog. <laughs> I figured as much, but I didn't want to overstep. <laughs> Not at all, sir. I wouldn't disappoint you. All right. Well, let's move on to some random Vegas. All right. Hank Greenspun, founder of the Las Vegas Sun newspaper, his first job in Vegas media was as Bugsy Siegel's publicist. We got that from Vegas 7. That is fascinating to me. I knew... Greenspun had been a part of early Vegas in that media aspect. I knew that he had something to do with Howard Hughes and, and the Sands, and I, I but I I didn't know that he was connected as far back as Bugsy. That was a trip. Hmm. Yeah, and I knew nothing about it at all, so that's really <laughs> That's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. Yeah. It is why you're here, absolutely. All right, let's move on to the Vegas Mayor Review of the Week. This week's review is Mark's review of Nathan Burton at Planet Hollywood. He did one on November 28th. Gave it five out of five chips. Yeah, Mark wrote, saw Mark Savard first and was able to get $10 tickets to Nathan's show, second row. Thought the magic show was the best I've ever seen. I challenge you to tell me a, a magic show that you haven't adored, Brian. I don't believe there are bad magic shows. Mm, yeah, there are. Um, <laughs> apparently, Mark, you've never been to the magic show at Six Flags Great America. I, I, I have not. <laughs> it's awful. It's the worst thing ever. When I imagine some of our listeners are immediately screaming Chris Angel, but, you know, I, I refuse to acknowledge that. <laughs> that. See, but, you know, Chris Angel being bad, it, it, at this point, it just goes without saying. Exactly. Um, I always, that, that goddamn magic show at Six Flags always stands out in my head because there was one year where I was working, I was working for an eye doctor, mm -hmm. and I worked like four days a week, and I always had Wednesdays off, and my cousin, who I'm very close with, he was on summer break for school, 
And he was he's just like three years younger than me. And we got season passes for Six Flags. Nice. And we were going every Wednesday. And we would make it a point to go to that stupid magic show and just like laugh at how bad it was every time. <laughs> And they offered like a lemonade, you know, you get those drinks that they sell there. And I remember my cousin just saying, this isn't lemonade. This is just lemon flavored sugary water. <laughs> and it was, it was just, it's a very memorable, oh, memorable time. I, I wish I wasn't like 10 years older than you. <laughs> we would have grown up. You're not up 10 years older than me. What, what am I, five? I'm, I'm older right. than you. Yeah, you're five years old. Then. Five, yeah, five ten. Years. That's All right, whatever. Well, I'm, I'm happy that it's only five, Brian, is the point I'm trying to make. <laughs> I'm bad with math. Let's just call that. <laughs> Get your abacus out. <laughs> I couldn't. It was up in the office. I'm down by the bar. <laughs> That's right. You do this bar side now. That's I right. I, I do have to tell you, this is really cool that you're telling me that that's what you did. My senior year, or after I graduated high school, I, I was working two jobs. I was getting ready for college. And the one thing I did, I intentionally, on both jobs, timed it so I had the same day off. And a buddy of mine used to always come with me to various amusement parks around Ohio where I was living. That is just so mm -hmm. funny to me that, that, that you also did that in your youth. Yeah, it was really cool. All right. Uh, back to the show, I guess. Take a detour off of our trip down memory lane <laughs> and visit the Twit Pick of the Week. This week's winner comes to us from friend of the show, East Coast Gambler with a pick that embodies the bipolar personalities of downtown Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> the picture is of the often photographed signage at El Cortez. However, this picture was taken during the day. Now, daylight makes the signage look both classic, but it also makes it look old and really run down. <laughs> now, most properties on Fremont Street have this multiple personality issue from day to night. It, it, it evokes memories of, of what it's like to visit Vegas and somewhat akin to the whole coyote ugly syndrome where at night it looks over the top beautiful and in the morning you find what you went to bed with is not what you remember it looking like. Only on Fremont Street do the buildings look like your morning hangover feels like. Oh, man. Also bringing back memories I, I would rather purge, but <laughs> well, let's just put it this way. I uh, took some advice from a friend to go to sleep with sunglasses on. It definitely made waking up much easier. <laughs> what? <laughs> As always, we'll link to the photo on our blog. We'll put it on our Flickr and Pinterest page. Oh. You're making this longer and longer every time. Yeah, work. Uh, I like it when you make it longer and longer, Mark. <laughs> As does good. Karen. It works out it well. Feels, it feels so good. <laughs> Uh, we'll put it on our Flickr and Pinterest page. We'll feature it on our Facebook and Google Plus page, Twitter header, as well as the enhanced version of our podcast. Okay, time for the news. All right, our first piece of news for this week, New York, New York announces new park tenants. Tenants in the MGM Park Corridor, as well as in the Monte Carlo facade, were announced long ago. However, other than the Hershey store and the Nine Fine Irishmen expansion, not much has been announced regarding what New York, New York strip frontage will get. Last week, a collection of unimpressive tenants was revealed to be taking up shop in December of this year. An I Love New York, New York novelty shop, a stupid idiotic and I'm, that's actually the name of it is. the yep. location. Stupid Idiotic Retail Location. A 24-7 Starbucks with a patio 
And for those of you looking for a watch from the late 1980s, a Swatch Boutique. Now the, that was my first watch. That was my first watch as well, Brian. <laughs> it's, it's, but see, mine came from a Swatch store in, I think it was in Germany or something like that. Oh. Or no, it wasn't fucking German. What, what am I talking about? It came from somewhere in Europe. <laughs> I know that the watches are Swiss. Swiss, there you go. People at home and in the car are laughing at me. I know they're Swiss. <laughs> well, and I I'll, just don't remember where it came from is the point. Also, I'm really just kind of projecting my age as to when Swatch meant something to me in my life. <laughs> well, I remember my watch band had like dinosaurs on it and it was the best thing ever. Mine was clear. I had a, I had a complete clear. The band was clear. The watch was clear. You could see all the gears and shit moving in it. That's pretty cool. That would have been awesome in the 80s. It was awesome in the 80s, Brian. And, and, and in the early 90s. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, might, that may be pushing it. The chick's all up on my jock with that. <laughs> kind of like me and my classic front pocket tee. <laughs> Lady Slayer. Gets them every time. Just drop your number right in here, ladies. It's undeniable, bro. <laughs> this is 101 chick picking up. That's before cell phones. Like, you couldn't send a V card. You know what I mean? You gotta drop those digits right in the front pocket <laughs> of my classic front pocket tee. Brilliant. <laughs> now, the Hershey store was. <laughs> I'm. I made all that up. I, I loved it. Brian, I was enthralled. <laughs> like, this guy really did get digits. Oh, Brian, Brian I felt like I was watching The Matrix for the first time. <laughs> Visuals you've never seen before. <laughs> Cutting edge. <laughs> now, the Hershey store was originally scheduled to open in December as well, but that's been postponed until the spring of 2014. It was also revealed that the wide open promenade walking area between the two properties will now have multiple floating retail kiosks, a la any shopping mall you've ever been in ever. So far, they have been approved to set up three eight by four by 10 booths. Yay. I know, right? This whole show should just be fucking titled Shopping Promenade. <laughs> there you go, show title. All right, moving on, Mecca Trop has been officially approved. We've talked about it a ton. We got a couple more details for you. Tropicana was officially approved to construct the shopping center in the front of the property that will henceforth be known as Mechatrop. <laughs> while, <laughs> while CEO Alex Humanogen wouldn't share any potential tenants, it was revealed that as part of the incorporation of the shopping center with the property, a connection will need to be made atop the casino. Is this really like a Decepticon? Like of Megatron and Megatrop. Oh, I like it, Brian. I that like it. so great. <laughs> now Cue the sound effects. What? <laughs> now this connection between the shopping center and the casino means that the property will have to remove the Tiffany glass over the gaming pits. Which, when Umenogen started renovations four years ago, the Tiffany glass was threatened to be removed as well. But negative feedback about the plan caused them to abandon that plan. Fingers crossed it works out that way again, but I just, I don't see it. I think it's time for us to say goodbye to that. But some have argued that it doesn't necessarily fit with the theming ever since they've redone the, the red and white concept. It's a reasonable argument. Yeah. What are you going to do? But it's, it's one of those classic iconic things. Yep. I'll accept that we have to lose it. There are some things you just have to let go for evolution. Absolutely. Trump plans to break ground in the first half of 2014. They will open in late 2015, and the project is expected to cost a projected $100 million. 
That seems pretty modest. I totally agree, as does this next project we're about to talk about. Yeah, staying on the theme of Mecca things. <laughs> There's the title of the fucking show. Yes. Mecca. <laughs> the Mecca show. <laughs> um, Mecca Walgreenish concept has been planned for Casino Royale. And why wouldn't it, Brian? <laughs> why wouldn't <laughs> Casino Royale get into this? <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering the same thing. <laughs> as always... When Casino Royale does something, they do it on the thrift side. It's on the secondhand side. <laughs> right. This week, Vegas Shatter announced that Denny's at Casino Royale will be closing for renovations. Part of those renovations include the addition of a Walgreens. <laughs> <laughs> the total cost of this project is estimated at $14 million. Plans are to close Denny's at the end of the month, demo the north end of the casino, and make room for a 22,000-square-foot project. Once complete, Denny's will now have a two-floor restaurant with a balcony facing the Mirage, which, who doesn't want to enjoy that, Brian? Well, <laughs> enjoy some Denny's. Like, ooh, I feel fancy. Like, do you? Moon's over Miami and a view of the Mirage. Oh, you stole it from me. No, I, I was going to say they're making room for the moon over Miami lounge. <laughs> but you stole it, so it doesn't have that much impact in you. I, I apologize, Brian. No, no, just continue. I, I like being Pippin to your Jordan. When it comes to humor. <laughs> Don't patronize me. <laughs> you will not be able to access Walgreens from the inside of Casino Royale. However, it isn't clear if Denny's will be the same. Can you even access Denny's from the inside of that? I have no idea. I, I have no idea either, because why the fuck would I eat at a Denny's when I'm in Vegas? I think that's the perfect place, though. Why not have a Walgreens there? Because... <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> You know, the clientele there is going to be the clientele that's really in need of that topical anti-itch ointment and <laughs> antibiotic. And it's just, it's so convenient. It, it, it is, Brian. Why would they walk the block it would take to get to a Walgreens right at Venetian Plaza? No, why would you do that? Exactly. I mean, you need, hey, you need your gold bond medicated powder. Brian, it's called convenience. Just go, you just go right there and get it. That's what I require in Las Vegas. <laughs> Right. It does remind me, with all the Walgreens and CVSs going on here, it does remind me of a buddy of mine. Do you, do you remember when they actually had fucking video stores and they used to always have, like, the newest video out? And they were fucking a shit ton of them. Like, a whole wall was covered with them. Or you had, like, just a couple boxes, but there was, like, nine tapes stacked behind it. <laughs> well, well, thinking back to the giant wall of video boxes, a buddy of mine was with me while we were looking to grab some videos for the evening. And he steps in front of the Rush Hour 2 wall of videos and goes, Where the fuck is Rush Hour 2? <laughs> <laughs> it was just so funny to get so much attention because he... he very much like you, sold it. Like, this man is honestly looking for Rush Hour 2, and he's distraught that he is not able to find it. <laughs> that's what I would all of to these... go back in time just to witness that moment. That's right. That's what all of these pharmacies every 20 feet is reminding me of. Yeah, it's going to get, I think, a little out of hand. I'm uh, concerned, with... but not as, as much as I've been about several other things in Vegas. So. Well, yeah, sure. We'll see. We'll see. Yep. Moving on, we've got some more details on Bally's Grand Bazaar. Which is very bizarre. Yeah. Well, construction, <laughs> uh, <laughs> construction on the Istanbul's Grand Bazaar-inspired frontage replacing shopping area has begun at Bally's. With it, new renderings of the area were released. 
Now, it's debatable if this is better or worse, but what is encouraging is that there appears to be a relatively clear path in between the shops leading into the property. Now, my fear is still either an external barrage of harassment or kiosks find their way into that path, but I digress. It appears the multicolored fixtures previously shown to dominate the roofing of these shops have been replaced with, what else, LED signage. Now, it's energy efficient. There you go. Now, these will be part of the daily midnight entertainment attraction that will also feature a 4,000-pound, 14-foot-tall Sawarski crystal, who also, of course, plans to have a location in the bazaar. But it, it will be located on a pole nearly 80 feet above the marketplace. <laughs> so the, the Vegas' largest stripper pole. <laughs> <laughs> Of the, of the 150 planned small retail shops, two of them will be full-service restaurants. Now, exactly who they will be was not announced. The transformation of the two-acre strip frontage into Bally's Grand Bazaar is expected to run about $50 million, which I also thought was a pretty reasonable price. Plans are to open in late fall of 2015. I think they should change the name from Grand Bazaar to Value Town. <laughs> That's what I think. Because at fifty million, that's a that's a tremendous value. I I, I would agree. I I'm I am concerned that it turns into a shanty shopping village. You know what I'm thinking though, and I don't know if this is really a, a how, how I don't I'm not really sure of the quality of this opinion, but I'm just kind of throwing it out there. It seems like they're just creating lots and lots of new ways not to go into the casino. I think what's starting to happen is that Vegas is fully embracing that they have other means of revenue that casino gambling is just one of many i mean you've had the forum shops you've had miracle mile shops at planet hollywood you know it's shopping it's always been a part of, of vegas but i think they're finally fully embracing it as they've done with fine dining and well and even nightclubs and i think unfortunately what they're doing is they look at land in any way, shape, or form and say, how are we not making money from this land? Why is there not money being generated from this area? And it's like, mm -hmm. you know, I, I had... kind of wringing out the, the rag and squeezing every drop out you can. Right, right. And I think nobody's going to argue that the frontage of Bally's is anywhere near as valuable as, say, in a free aspect as the Fountains of Bellagio or the Mirage Volcano. But Agreed. I am fully placing all of my faith in this this free show that they come up with. You know, I'm mm -hmm. hoping that it'll become a little more frequent or, or at least it's it's of a quality at midnight. So, yep. I don't know, we'll see. But I, I agree with you. I actually made a comment on Twitter that I was concerned that I would never be able to go into Bally's ever again because of the Grand Bazaar because I am a guy that will, I like, I hate the Hawaiian market. Fucking drives me insane. Leave me alone. I get, I, I it irritates me to go. <laughs> Leave me alone. That's, I feel the same way. Right. Um, going through the carnival court sometimes they get they get very harassing with oh do you like this or would you like this? like just fucking leave me alone if i want I would your love shit, if I'll... you just didn't acknowledge my presence you know one of the problems too is is that there are things that I, I honestly think people like you and i might potentially purchase but we've trained ourselves to know that if we make any slight glance like don't even peripherally look at anything because if you show the slightest amount of interest, they pounce. So you have to just train yourself to look straight ahead. 
you're not interested in anything. Leave me alone. So, uh, but uh, anyways, once again. You just pretend to be on a phone call. That's the best way. Oh, that's brilliant, Ryan. Right there. <laughs> just pretend to be on a phone call. So, there you go. I'm probably more concerned about the Green Bazaar than, than anything. Yep. It's an interesting uh, kind of a line of thought and... Uh, I got nothing else. I Let's love you, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> struggle, struggle, struggle. All right. We've got some more link news, though. This is a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Vegas Shatter reported that French restaurant and cabaret, Allo Monco... <laughs> shut up, shut up. <laughs> Allo Moncoco has signed a lease with Link. Don't you dare use that kind of language with me. Shatter. <laughs> Plans are to open a 9,000-square-foot, two-story location. The top floor will be a 260-seat restaurant, while the ground floor will be a full cabaret bar. The cost... Is it going to offer views of the Denny's? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, my, that's my main concern. The second story, Brian, who doesn't want that? I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> the cost to build is an estimated $7 million, and plans are to open in the late spring of 2014. Hello, Moncoco translates to hello, my sweet. Shut your dirty whorish mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it translates to, people. <laughs> Don't let Mark fool you. It's, it's right. <laughs> There's no place in the world for that kind of language. <laughs> I love that we somehow pretend to have any kind of moral barometer when it comes to language, but no, no, no moral, no moral compass whatsoever. No. no. Mostly you. No one's going to argue that, Brian, but you do encourage it dramatically. (laughs) Yes, I love it. Great flair. It was also announced this week. Well, it wasn't announced. It was fucking done. Uh, The the high roller installed the 28th and final observation pod to the structure, which makes it currently the largest observation wheel in the world. However, enjoy what you can, because if I recall, I think it was someplace in Middle East or Asian country is already plans to dwarf it. So <laughs> they're, they're, they're ready to manzy it. That's right. <laughs> oh, I love you so much right now. <laughs> you know, I just want them to like just put up a sign like that they just grab a you know, Sharpie marker and they just write on there, we manzy you. Ha ha. <laughs> and then they, that be, would make me so happy. It'd be great if they just named it the manzy tower. <laughs> oh my God, that would be great. It actually goes out into the atmosphere. Oh, it's brilliant. <laughs> right? It's that space elevator NASA's been talking about forever. <laughs> no, and then you know what else? At the bottom, like at the very base of it, in the ground, you know how like sometimes they put those plaques yeah. at the bottom of buildings like established in whatever year it was constructed, you know? Uh-huh. It should just say, built by Jesus and Chris Manzi. <laughs> With a picture of Chris and his stupid spiky hair. <laughs> <laughs> and his orange challenger. I challenge you, sir, to get more douchey. (laughs) Oh, he will. He'll do it, Brian. (laughs) Challenge accepted. That's right. Something I did find interesting about these pods, each one of them weighs 44,000 pounds, and it can hold 40 people. Now, each were police escorted and assembled. uh, Well, they were escorted from the assembly warehouse, which is like 10 miles away from Link. It took three hours per pod to get to Link, and it takes... 30 minutes, once the ride actually begins, 30 minutes to complete one revolution of 44,000. Is that right? Really? I, I was shocked too, Brian. I double-checked it in three different places because I thought for sure it was full of oh, shit. Yeah, that sounded, that sounds crazy. Yeah, 100% agree with you. I, I thought for sure it was 4,000 and somebody accidentally hit the four twice. 
three lo- <laughs> <laughs> three uh, three different Maybe sources confirmed it. zero or something. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, how many of these pods are going to be on there again? The tw- 28? 28. There are a total of 28, yep. Hang on. I got to do math. Ooh. You can continue, but I'm going to oh, do oh, math. Oh, I will continue, Brian. <laughs> Principal construction is now complete, but work will now begin on prettying it up by adding, what else? LED signage to it. High Roller is still vaguely scheduled to open in 2014. Last speculation was spring. So this thing is going to have to crank out enough power to rotate 616 tons just around and around. How? how wow. That's insane. Well, there you go. Oh. Hmm. All right. Well, we'll see you when that falls apart. Um <laughs> Hopefully It'll no be like one of those shitty sci-fi movies <laughs> where it comes off the wheel and it just rolls down Las Vegas Boulevard, killing everyone. <laughs> <laughs> like high roll NATO. <laughs> That's awesome. There's sharks that pop out of these. <laughs> Somehow it, it runs into the into the shark tank at Mandalay Bay, turns around, and now all of a sudden it's it's shark roller. Shark <laughs> roller. <laughs> But Chris Manzi in his Batman costume, which is movie-grade quality, does not stop them. Formerly worn by Christian Bale, it was... If you get close enough, you can still smell his sweat. (laughs) It's nice. It's it's his drug of choice. (laughs) He puts it in aerosol form and huffs it. That may have been too much. I don't care. That was that was exactly enough, right? <laughs> <laughs> the perfect amount. All right. Well, on that note, let's move forward to the new Cosmopolitan Players Club detail. Now, getting credit for your table gameplay has always been a bit vague in Vegas. Wait, did we wish them happy birthday? We did not. This is actually their third birthday, December 15th. They opened in 2010. So, yes, happy birthday, uh, Cosmopolitan, our favorite That's terrific. in Vegas. We love that place. And they're turning it around, too. Their their gambling numbers are finally starting to, to come up to match their food they and beverage. They didn't have to do a thing as far as I was concerned, man. I, I am happy that they got the gaming table limits down because now I can actually afford to play at any of the table games. That yeah, and hopefully the dice aren't all bouncing off the table like they are at Ellis Island. That was <laughs> suspect, man. Oh, I wish I was there just to record it. Well, they wouldn't let well, me I bet it. you it's still the same. Oh, I'm sure why it would is. They ch- why would they change now? Right. <laughs> From from the external pressure of 360 base. <laughs> you know what? It, you know what? I bet it was. I bet it was just that they ran out of good dice, so they just like, guys, go out and find as many Monopoly games as you can and bring the dice, <laughs> and we'll just use those at the craps tables. Why not? Why not? But they're white. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no one's gonna. No one's gonna think of anything. And they're a lot smaller and lighter. <laughs> Maybe they won't notice. Yeah. That's all signing. What are you gonna do? We, You're all hopped up we, on barbecue and corn. <laughs> you gotta eat it first, though. It gets cold quick. It gets coldest the fastest. (laughs) All right, back to the point. (laughs) Uh, Getting credit for your table games has always been a bit vague in Vegas. Now, it's always been clear how you get credits for slots, video poker, basically anything that you can plug your Players Club card into. But Cosmopolitan's identity card is the first to specifically detail that you get one identity point for every $20 you wager. Now, it isn't clear if you have to place your bets at $20 or if it's one of those things where for every $20 accumulated, you end up getting it. So if you play $10 a hand at blackjack, two hands of it will end up getting you one identity point. For details on how you get loyalty points for all activity, check out the Vegas Shutter article on the blog or touch the title on the Enhanced Podcast. 
so how do see this is where I get confused on all this because I know that whenever I play craps or anything like that, I put down my money, I put down my card, they take the card, they give it back to me with my initial, you know, whatever I bought, however many chips I bought, mm-hmm. and then that's it. So how are they going to track from that point forward how much I've played? I was praying that you were actually going to bring up something like this because I'm still suspect as to the the accuracy of, of the accounting of this because let's be honest, the only way that you can accurately do it is with all these, with, with the technology. When you can start to plug in your card and you, you digitally put in what your bet is, it's really the only way that you're going to be able to properly track this. But the problem with that is there's something about that, that, that physical, tangible touching of, of the chips that I, I think you you cannot remove from from the the, the Vegas. And, and, and why would you want to? Right? No, no, absolutely not. I mean, they're already trying it with some of these other. Have you seen that that digital craps game or whatever, where you touch a button and it shakes these giant dice? Yeah, we That's, Rob and I played them the last time we were there just for fun, and uh, it's not fun. We want money, but it's not nearly as fun. No, I don't. It, it literally takes the the best part of playing craps away from you. Yeah, absolutely, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, but. Yeah. There you go. I, I, I'm suspect of their ability to properly monitor that. I mean, how else would you be able to do it unless you just have a pit boss sitting there counting everything? And I, I yeah, or just yeah, somebody in addition to right. the, like the stick man and everybody no else way. that's there. There's yeah, no just way. micromanaging how much you're putting on the table. I mean, that's mind-boggling to have to manage that. Yeah, there's there's no way. My guess is it's pretty much like they do now, where they see what your what your random bet is, which means you would get fucked over if you're not putting twenty down a hand. They don't they're not paying attention to you. Right. Or, or, or maybe uh, who knows? Maybe they are looking at going. Listen, this guy's only betting ten. So whatever somebody who's doing twenty per hand, they do X amount of hands per hour. Cut that in half. That's what this guy's doing. I mean, it's. I, I hope so. I root for everything Cosmopolitan does. Yeah, same. All right. Well, let's move on to our next item. Uh, we've got some details on Pawn Stars Live. Golden Nugget announced that they will begin a new live stage residency called Pawn Stars Live. The show is based on the hit TV show Pawn Stars. It will feature characters based on the personalities on the show, but with names like Chump, a la Chumley, and Slick, per Rick because it's been advertised as a comedy and we are told that these names are funny. Mm. The the Broadway style production will also have a mix of live action and up to 20 pre-recorded clips of actors and celebrities. The story is, and I quote, Slick struggling through a debilitating illness that forces him out of school and into a world of self-learning through books. He is a genius and a street smart child who uses experiences and life lessons often taught from his father, a puppet named Old Fart, to eventually influence the world with his knowledge and art of the deal. His son and his son's dim-witted friend Chump, who work the family business and become international superstars in the process. That's the end of the quote of, of what this is about. Plans are also to have guest appearances from real cast members of Pawn Stars. They could range from having them in the show, pre-recorded editions, or even post-show meet and greets. Additional guest spots are being explored with the various guest experts you see on the show, including Rick from Rick's Restorations and Danny from Counts Customs. Rick Harrison is credited as not only being one of the producers, and a story contributor. The story is loosely based on his real life. 
The show opens January 21st at the Golden Nugget in the Gordy Brown showroom with a six-month contract, but both parties hope the production runs for much longer than that. Shows will be daily at 4 p.m., dark on Sundays and Mondays. Tickets will run you 25 to 40 bucks. This sounds like a colossal waste of time to me. I, I agree with I, you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go watch this. I, oh, I totally agree with you. But, and I hope I'm wrong. I, mean, I always hope I'm wrong when I dislike anything in Vegas. Yeah, I don't necessarily uh, I don't think agree I am. But <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's move on. We've got some interesting information on Caesars Atlanta show reopening. Did you ever see this when you were a kid because you didn't have other shit to do? Yeah, I did. I saw. I remember going to watch it multiple times because that's all I had to do. Wow. So you might actually be able to properly differentiate the difference between the original and this one. Possibly, yeah. I mean, I vaguely remember it. I know there's video of it. I know we've got a video of it somewhere. We do. After a four-month makeover, the first in its 16-year history, the free Fall of Atlanta show reopened in Caesars Forum's shops. The story hasn't changed, but all the technology has been updated. It now has 14 giant screens surrounding the fountain, showing various other Atlanteans living life prior to the, spoiler alert, destruction of Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> the characters have been completely updated with new skin, costumes, and new fluid hydraulics so powerful they required Homeland Security to sign off on them because they're the same type of technology used to run drones and drone aircraft. Ooh. Possibly the most obvious improvement is the sound system, which has also been completely updated. However, if the forum shop's YouTube video is any indication of the new show, it looks like the same show that got cleaned. Unless you've seen the show, like Brian, multiple times and have a really good memory for subpar animatronics, which you would, it doesn't look like you're going to notice any difference. I mean, regardless, it's free, it's mildly amusing. And if you're it's, interested, it's on our must-do list of things for Vegas virgins. Well, anything free in Vegas, yeah. like you have to check out. Anybody who's going to drop this kind of cash on it, I think, it, I think they put like eleven million or something into it. Seven, mm -hmm. any some variation of million, Brian. Yeah. Into, right. into this this free attraction, why not take the time to go see it? But if you've ever been to Disney, you're going to be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Better go watch the Country Bear Jamboree. Right. <laughs> you can find the show. All the way in the back of the Caesars Forum shops, back by the Cheesecake Factory and the Nike store, right in the middle. Performances are every hour on the hour, starting at 11 a.m. Did you know that the Country Bear Jamboree attraction was originally intended to go to the ski resort that Walt Disney was planning? I did, and you want to know why you why I know that? Because I already told you. No, because you told me about the well, show that... <laughs> You're not listening to me. All again. right, in a roundabout way is what I'm getting at. You told me about the show, Wedway Radio, yep. that I then listened to so I could enjoy Disney history, which then inspired the concept of Vintage Vegas and then the birth of our show. Yes, that is true. All right, you get a pass on that. Thank you. Yep. All right, moving on. Western owners want to retain gaming rights. The Tamares Group owners of the Western Casino, located in the extremely east part of Fremont East, beyond Container Park, are filing an application to retain the gaming rights to the land until 2015. However, they did make it clear that they have no plans to reopen the location they closed in January of 2012 anytime in the foreseeable future. Citing both the need to wait for the economy to rebound and the continued development of the downtown project to make the location viable to resume operations, the Tamaris Group also owns Plaza and the Las Vegas Club. 
I can't fathom why you would ever open the Western ever again. I understand why they want to keep their options open to do whatever the fuck they want with it as the downtown group does what the downtown group does. But I can't that I still honestly tell you that looks like a fucking human chop shop. <laughs> it terrifies me. <laughs> you started reading this story and the whole time, like I it just listening to the story just made my nose like it, it made that tingly feeling in my nose like I have to sneeze. Yeah. It doesn't come out. It's terrifying. It's really frustrating. Yeah. I apologize. That's right. That's it's not you, it's it's just the story. <laughs> In the same vein, uh, we've got some information on the real bacteria farm. <laughs> Trying to go green, I guess. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> right. 18 people were taken to the hospital, and a total of 100 have reported getting sick after a night at the Rio at the end of November. And this is beyond the normal reports. I mean, this is actual sick. <laughs> this is in addition to. Right. <laughs> no specific details are available on what exactly caused the food poisoning-like symptoms but Rio is working closely with the health department to figure it out. <laughs> Later, a spiky ball toy was removed from the gift shop when people complained that it resembled the norovirus, which is what is believed to be the cause of getting all these people sick. Oh, come on. It, Brian, it looks like a fucking dog toy, and you can see it on the Enhanced Pod Test. I, I was actually surprised that they had this toy in... Why, why? I was like, do they have a dog shop in here? I don't understand the point of this fucking toy for a human. What sort of fucking megalomaniac sees or hears something, decides that they don't like it, so no one should be allowed to see and or hear it in the entire world? Brian, what I honestly want to ask you is, could you get behind this sort of a holocaust? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Brian, I you can't argue. These people actually do make the world a worse place. I can't endorse a mass genocide, Mark. Uh, I, I just can't. Well, I appreciate your stance, Brian, and I respect it. <laughs> However, with that said, I think I can agree. <laughs> I, I never understand people's... Very similar to people who criticize my laugh, Brian. <laughs> it's like, I don't like your laugh. You should stop doing it. No one should hear your laugh anymore. <laughs> We've yeah, told him. Maybe I should stop breathing as well. Right. Why not? Why? You know, it's funny. I I've told many people that you should choke yourself and or kill yourself, and they haven't done it. I've told them many times, Brian. I understand why they're not doing it. They just don't listen. Yeah. Not listen. Make the world back. All right. Well, let's move on to our next and last story for this week. Planet Brittany begins. Yeah. Planet Hollywood. Let's talk about that. Oh, it's a whole big thing. <laughs> Get excited to read the story. <laughs> it's a big hullabaloo. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Planet Hollywood had part of the Vegas Strip shut down so they could put on a large spectacle celebrating the upcoming shows that will kick off Britney Spears' two-year residency with the property. <laughs> Miss Spears' arrival was celebrated by various choreographed performances by performers dressed in outfits Spears has made famous in her music videos over the span of her career, among other sideshow-type activities. The pig, the pigtail hairdo, a.k.a. the blowjob with handlebars. <laughs> At least that's what we used to call it in high school. You're one of my favorite people ever. Pyrotechnics were planned to be part of the festivities. However, a windy day required the elements to be shut down. 
The event was also used to announce some new performance dates through September of 2014, as well as finally giving us a glimpse of the theater that she will be performing in with the promised nightclub slash bottle service seating and the dance floor surrounding the stage, which I have to say, if it works, could really change the way shows are done in Vegas because you're literally looking at an immersive environment where you have interactivity very directly with your audience, literally dancing around you while you're on an elevated stage. However, if it doesn't work, it could appear insanely awkward. <laughs> and, and It'd be like a, kind of like a, like a brothel. It would look like you didn't sell out the best seats in the entire place. <laughs> <laughs> it would be so, not, so not like a brothel at all. No, not, not, not brothel-esque. No. Okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, you know, I was just asking. Well, I, I appreciate you. This is why we're a great team, Brian. You're, you I was, asked, just, I was just curious. Yeah. <laughs> the other part is questioning. Uh, the residency's first show will be December 27th, and Spears is scheduled to perform 50 shows in both 2014 and 2015. People are listening to the show. Did he just fucking really, really say brothel? Why would that even be come up at all? And I don't know. It doesn't matter. Don't you judge. It, it's coming off the cuff. We're trying to amuse each other. <laughs> We're getting angry at no one. <laughs> at ourselves for right. nothing. Self-loathing. We're, vocally. <laughs> We're stupid. Let's move on. Prop bets. First, Chili's is looking to get a two-story location with outdoor seating at Midstrip in the Hawaiian market across from City Center. Did I say something wrong? No, you said nothing wrong. I just find it insanely amusing that Chili's is like, you know what we need? Two stories, bitches. Outdoor seating. Vegas. Hey, Denny's is getting one. That's We're getting one. Why? Who can argue with that logic, Brian? I would say between the two of them, Chili's has a far better argument. I don't know. I like a good set of pancakes. No one's going to argue with that, Brian. Yeah. Well, you know what, though? If they're approved, they'll take over the space where the Hawaiian statue man is located that no one gives a shit about. <laughs> I can see some fucking idiot like me walk along going, yeah, so what's really great about Vegas here is if you... Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait a second. Where the fuck is the Hawaiian man? <laughs> this is bull... This is a trap. Fuck you, Chili's. <laughs> I start a one-man picket. <laughs> Love that statue. Right. It's a Hawaiian man. I feel so safe. Uh, <laughs> Vito Vegas is reporting that Gordon Ramsay's burger at Planet Hollywood. <laughs> burger. Burger. I fucking hate you, Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> at Planet Hollywood has plans to expand the restaurant 5,660 feet, essentially taking over the extra lounge. Now, speculation is that the extra lounge will relocate in that it is, I don't know, if that is, in fact, what happens. I, is where I was going with it. It's really just a sentence that I couldn't complete. Yeah, that's eh, okay. Let's go with that. It's important it's, that my shame is properly documented. It's about Brigger, so who cares? <laughs> I, got, I got lost in my anger and mispronunciations. <laughs> Part of me wishes that they would just kick it out another six feet. You'd be like, yes, I need an additional 5,666 feet. Far more accurate, Brian. Yeah. Far more accurate. A little bit closer to the gateway of hell he uses to get to and from work. <laughs> it's Hell's Kitchen, isn't it? Is that right? Is that Gordon Hell's Ramsay? Kitchen. That's 100% accurate. Thank yeah, you. I was trying to be funny. It was okay. I try to be quick and sharp, and it just doesn't happen all the time, you know? Well, let's move on. Uh, Golden Gate has renamed its main casino bar Prohibition Bar in honor of the end of Prohibition, which... Believe it or not, happened a very long time ago. It did, quite some time. Uh, 
You can also expect to find some new Prohibition-inspired cocktails available for your consumption. I'm a big, big fan of cock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, an irrational long pause. <laughs> yeah, no, that was okay. Let's move on. Uh, cock, crush, eat, cock. drink. Cock. <laughs> it's a beautiful word. <laughs> crush, eat, drink, love is now open at MGM in the space formerly occupied by Knob Hill. And anyone who ever admits to actually eating, drinking, or loving there will be severely thrashed by my nuts. We've now just made that like the primary spot for everyone to listen to the show. I'm like, oh, I totally have to go there just to piss him off. <laughs> By the way, we went there. It was great. And we're going to write a review. Right. <laughs> I should include those details in your email to us as oh, well. And you, when you complain about Mark's laugh and my bad jokes. <laughs> have you? Did you ever go to the Knob Job Tavern? I did not know. Okay. Yeah, to me, I, I don't think I've ever had a exceptional tavern experience or pub experience. I like I've had good and I've had less than good. I've never had like oh my this is the best fucking pub I've ever been to. You know I, I will say and this is inevitable and this is most bars, you know, it's not mm-hmm. just pubs or taverns. You go you go near a bar at a restaurant and you're going to get the same thing. You just smell all the the, the drinks and all the yep. ingredients for drinks that have spilled on the floor Absolutely. over the Yep. It just stinks, and I hate it. it makes yeah. me and, and when I, the drunker I get, the worse it, it of an Im- impact it has on me. Really? Yeah, it's awful. Like I can't get past it. The smell is just overwhelming. Huh? See, I've never I can't had go that near issue, the bar. But... I have to send somebody else to get my drinks. <laughs> I can't do it. Really, I just it makes me sick to my stomach. Huh? It's awful. I apologize. I, I will be that man for you. I've got. Oh, I wish you would. <laughs> <laughs> wish you would. All right, Mandalay Bay's food court. Enough of the creepy talk. I liked it though. We'll, t- we'll, we'll talk offline. Um, <laughs> Mandalay Bay's food court, located next to the Sharf Reef Aquarium. Sharf, Sharf Reek. Sharf Reek. <laughs> the Sharf Reek Aquarium. Sharf Reek. Nice. reopen next at the end of the month. Actually, the new tenants will be Johnny Rockets, Nathan's Famous. Actually, is, is that Nathan's Famous Hot Dogs, right? Uh, the article said Nathan's Famous, so apparently right. they're just famous. <laughs> Right. I just I didn't know there was a famous there. If it if it's what I'm thinking. No, no, it, it, I know that is the place. I was also surprised that they didn't include hot dog in. Okay, or or just Nathan's. I mean, right, either right, way, it's either irrelevant. way. What are you gonna do? Um, Subway, <laughs> gotta eat fresh. <laughs> Pan Asian Express and Bananos New York Pizzeria. You know, of all this shit here, I just want to eat something fresh. <laughs> I've got oh. this five dollar gift card. <laughs> That I brought with for just an occasion. Oh, what I wouldn't give for a $5 footlong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> See, why give a $5 gift card? Because it doesn't include tax. Know, so yeah. what if that's all you got? And then you still can't enjoy your $5, $5 footlong. It, it doesn't make any sense. As does every man who goes to Crave complains. <laughs> <laughs> Bally's Technology signed an agreement with SLS Hotel, formerly Sahara, to feature several of their newest interactive technologies as well as utilize its customer tracking system. For those of you interested in more, we will have a link to the story in the blog. I tried. I read it like four times, Brian, and I just wanted to fucking shoot myself. But I, I realized that it was important information. Just not for me. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Our that's listeners okay. may enjoy this better. You, so You know I can appreciate that. I sacrificed for yep. our listeners. <laughs> 
continuing to shape downtown Vegas in his own vision. Tony Shea is opening the largest synthetic ice skating rink at 4,000 square feet in Vegas behind the gold spike. Uh, this is the same material Venetian uses for its rink. It isn't clear if this is a temporary and or permanent attraction. And I'm definitely look- not going ice skating in Vegas yeah, I, there are some attractions. Never. It's kind of like that bowling place that they're putting up in Link. I'm like, I'm in Vegas. Why the fuck would I bowl? <laughs> I didn't bring my shoes or my ball, so I'm not going <laughs> to use the house stuff. It's not, that's not me. I'm not going to be able to get the proper spin here. It's just, it's, it's, it's a completely inaccurate representation of my, my skills. Why would <laughs> I do that? Think, people are going to think the wrong thing about my bowling skills, and I just can't have that. <laughs> And lastly, free Wi-Fi is now available in downtown Vegas. If you are within a mile of Fremont Street, you can access speeds of up to one megabyte per second. (laughs) Next year, plans are to expand the offering with a distance of up to three miles from Fremont and speeds of up to 10 megabytes per second. One day, one day, we can hope that it'll come close to catching up with our current technologies. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> One day, but hey, it's be, free. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, you can I, download a new song on iTunes in just under five minutes. <laughs> I totally agree with you. There are many times where free Wi-Fi is available, and I get so fucking frustrated with it, I turn it off so I can use my 4G signal. <laughs> yeah, doesn't it's it, it's horrible. Yeah. Uh, what a waste. You can time document downloads with a sundial. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to playing Vegas. All right, playing Vegas, the segment of our show, we share with you upcoming opportunities for entertainment outside of the normal residencies for Monday this week's Date Skate Night Movies at Boulevard Pool at Cosmopolitan or Home Alone and Christmas Vacation. Both movies I've watched this week, as a matter of fact. Mm. Yeah. Doors open for that at 7, as per usual. The movie starts at 8. Admission is free to guests staying at the property. Three bucks for everybody else, or free with paid ice skating admission. You know, I will stand by that. That that movie, Home Alone, is is a good movie. I mean, oh as good God. It's as... A, it's incredible. Yeah, I mean, it's as good as Christmas Vacation. It's as good as, as A Christmas Story. Any of those. I totally stand by that. I think I've I've started to come to appreciate Christmas Vacation more as I'm getting older. Um, I don't know, probably because I'm just doing a lot more of those things now. You know, right, I'm right. father. I've well, I own two houses now, but I'm actually living in a house now <laughs> right. where I have to. I put up my Christmas tree this week, and I was quoting it. You know, I'm like putting it up. I'm like a little full, a lot of sap. I did it like three times, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so dumb. Like, oh, why do I say not at stuff? all. I would lose it if I were in attendance. <laughs> I'm just, like, mortified with myself. I'm like, really? Am I doing that? Like, I sound like my goddamn grandfather. Oh. Stupid. I'm a Get fan. Older. I don't care. I'm a fan of you <laughs> and your humor. <laughs> I, love your mu- I love your musk. Right. <laughs> That's coming out soon. That's like a week or two away. I'm so excited. I, I still, I still fully submit to or, or would participate in any sort of a group gathering in which I drive multiple hours and you drive multiple <laughs> hours to meet in an area in which we watch this movie. And I don't care how gay it sounds. I don't care. <laughs> I think it's the location that makes me nervous. Well, I would agree with you because unfortunately about the middle of us is right around where they did, what was that, Deliverance? <laughs> so, oh, yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> that is, I agree, frightening. <laughs> yeah, like the... Um, 
southern Kentucky, right. the, the edge of the Appalachian Mountains. <laughs> we should tr- just try and find theaters that are that are playing it at the same time, and we'll get on the phone and just crack each other up. Just set up like our, our laptops with uh, with Skype, oh, like and <laughs> I'll just look over like, Mark, <laughs> did you see that? Just get obnoxious, like, shut up, he's my friend! <laughs> <laughs> This is all we have. <laughs> <laughs> Just this in the show. Right. Uh, also for Monday, Dwight Yoakum is at the Golden Nugget. Show starts at 10 p.m. Tickets will run you way too much. Yeah. Monday through Saturday, Rodney Carrington is at the MGM Grand. Show starts at 10 p.m. Tickets start at $77. Yep. Tuesday, Black Crows are at the Joint at Hard Rock. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets will start at 35 bucks. Friday, Jay-Z is at Mandalay Bay. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $40. What a tremendous value. I, that's shocking. There's no way. There were four of those tickets. <laughs> and they're outside. That's right. <laughs> you get to stand outside and watch the performance on, like, an r- old tube TV that's hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> that, that constantly has, like, that old VHS little fuzz line through it. <laughs> Yeah, and it's actually like they have to protect it from the weather, so it's in one of those thick plexiglass boxes. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. Yes, years and years of warrant, so you can, it's got that fog on it. (laughs) Like old headlights. That's right. I'm like a 1989 Buick. You are painting a fucking word picture, sir. (laughs) It just hits home because I've, I've, I've seen all these things in life. Absolutely. Yes. I, I, my my mind wandered. I was like, I remember I, there there are like, four or five places like, I can I'm like, think. I'm like looking up and out into the distance. I'm like, yes. It's so funny you said that I was doing it. <laughs> it's like you're inside me. <laughs> oh, I miss those times. <laughs> it oh. is like you are inside me. Um, Friday and Saturday, Sinbad. Oh, he's still alive. Uh, Sinbad is at the Orleans. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $50. $50. My God. I know, right? What is <laughs> JC, going on? JC uh, what, starts at 40 Sinbad At Mandalay Bay. <laughs> I'm telling you, no, like $40 is like the ticket that, that you get if you actually help to build the stage. <laughs> Saturday. <laughs> <no> <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Saturday, Third Eye Blind is performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay. Show's going to start at 7.30. Tickets start at $41. Forty-one dollars. Hmm. Putting things in perspective here. <laughs> and on Sunday, Stone Temple Pilots with Chester Bennington are performing at the Joint at Hard Rock. Show starts at seven. Tickets start at thirty-six dollars. See, they get it. Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna do it for playing Vegas. Let's move on to Vegas deals. attempt to help save you money in planning your trip to Vegas or while you're in Vegas, we offer you Vegas deals. This week, we've got two, first of which being Caesars, and they're going to be offering ice skating at the property for the holidays starting on December 6th all the way up to January 12th. They will be open daily from 11 a.m. to 12.30 a.m. Is that right? It so is correct. Like 11 yeah. in the morning to 12.30 at night. Yep. So that always throws me off. 
because um, I'm dumb. <laughs> uh, it will be located near Serendipity 3 by the corner of Flamingo and Strip. Admission is 10 bucks. Skate rental is 5 bucks. So that's four skating rinks in Las Vegas. Ugh. Actually, you know what? It does get pretty cold in Vegas during this time of year. And so I guess ice skating wouldn't feel totally out of place. Except it's in Vegas, so why? I do have to agree with you in that I found it amusing looking at because on my iPhone app I've got you know my favorite places, places mm-hmm. where friends are, my favorite vacationing spots as well as my local area, and consistently, Memphis seems to be warmer at this time of year than Vegas, and I just find that fascinating. The second know. Vegas deal we have, the King's Ransom Museum, is now a free attraction at Binion's. The hours have been extended from noon to 10 p.m. daily. I'm not sure if this change is worse for Binion's or for the attraction. <laughs> I mean, fingers crossed they decided to just make this a loss leader, but that sounds like one step before death. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll whore it out for now and see what right. happens. Oh, yeah, that's going to do it for Vegas Deals. Let's move on to coming attractions. All right, for coming attractions this week, we've got Lincoln Park, who will be performing at the Joint at Hard Rock on Friday, January 10th. Show starts at 9 p.m. Tickets will start at $81. Stone Sour is performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay, Saturday, February 8th. Show is going to start at 7 p.m. Tickets are $40. Vans Warped Tour 2014 featuring Air Dubai. Air Dubai sounds like, like a combat boot made by Nike. <laughs> Doesn't it? does it absolutely does and now i want to see that boot <laughs> like nike makes it it could be good <laughs> it's got a swoosh sign and a place to stick your knife your combat knife or your throwing stars <laughs> i did an optical pat down and, and he was good i cleared him <laughs> anyway uh, those people are coming to the luxor festival grounds <laughs> thursday it says it's well, racist those people are, are what, what they're you coming to the Luxor people? grounds. Those people, I hate those people. <laughs> there was Mark put all that in there. I didn't mean you that. You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys know who I'm talking about. What do you mean those people? We're not going to hmm. say it here, but you know who we're talking about. <laughs> those folks. <laughs> uh, those musicians will be coming to the Luxor Festival grounds. On Thursday, June 19th, show starts at 1.30. Tickets will run you 45 bucks. And lastly, Miss Gaga is performing at the MGM Grand Saturday, July 19th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets run 45 to 2.20. She thinks really highly of herself. She does. Did you know right? that? No, no. She seems very proud of herself. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a little too much. She has a lot of fake hair. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be, be real. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. With that said, I'm going to read this week's listener feedback to you. Can't wait for you to do that. Yeah, I'm going to do it. <laughs> going to go. Hello, 360ers. Maybe you are aware of this, but since it's still going on, I thought I'd write. I download the podcast through Download MP3 on your site, which takes me to Podbean from where I download it. Starting with episode 111, though the download looks normal, it will not play. I have tried this on two MP3 players. When I try them, they just give me a burst of static and will not play. 
I also cannot get into any of the details and properties to be able to give them names, so they sort right in my player. They will work on a, on a desktop with me, uh, Windows Media Player, though. Since I listen to them portably, if that's even a word, it sort of is. <laughs> I like it. You may, you may have misspelled it, but that's okay. We know where you're going with it. Uh, I'm without my 360, and I'm so looking forward to the Dr. Dave episode. Well, you should be looking forward to episodes with me after that, too. <laughs> I think the LOL episode, our last episode, might be one of our best. <laughs> oh, that was so much fun. Oh, tremendous. I love the podcast, and it bums me. I must go without Though I find the F-bomb count high, that's thank you so much for that. Uh, I do admit to smiling and laughing with you guys much more than Hundy or V-Gang. It's okay. You don't have to be ashamed of that. No, no, you don't at all. I, we've nothing negative to say about any of them, but that, oh, no, that's insanely not. flattering. Thank you very much. We, we, yeah, we are, we are simply just, uh, we're, we're just mere men among uh, other men. <laughs> Is this... The MP- MP3 problems, not the F-bombs, a longer-term issue, or is this the first you've heard, Keith Johnson? Very glad you sent this email, Keith. We have been, I don't even know if you knew this, Brian, doing a bit of an experimentation with our MP3 feed, because as we've talked about before, we require two different feeds. We have to have one for the Enhanced Show and one strictly for the MP3 people who, who want to enjoy that. And I was trying, Podbean recently did an update and it looked like we would just be able to use that feed because obviously we have to cover the cost of two different feeds to be able to do the show and and Mm -hmm. it's important to us to be able to do both these the enhanced podcast is very popular it's the only vegas podcast that's enhanced and we you know we're really proud of that but at the same time for those of you who don't enjoy it or don't want to listen to it or don't have the option to listen to it we want to make that mp3 available to you so we thought with the recent Podbean update that perhaps they would be able to take the enhanced feed and allow our MP3 listeners to be able to download it in that same format or convert it or whatever. And we didn't tell anybody because we didn't want, we, we wanted an honest feedback. We didn't want anyone to start bitching about, oh, the audio quality doesn't fucking sound the same or whatever. So I just put it out there and it's specifically with episode 111 is when we started doing it. And this is the exact email I was waiting for. I fixed all of it. Now that I know that it's failing, doesn't matter. We're right back to where you are. Anyone who's been having an issue, if you go back and try to download like you have normally done, you'll have no issue with episode 111, 112, or 113. It's now been fixed. All we wanted to know, and we have no issue with spending the extra money to have the second feed. We just wanted to make sure that it was feasible because we take the the listener support and we take it very seriously. And we want to make sure that we're properly spending it on what it is that we should be spending it on. And you if we can cut some some of the costs, some of the overhead of supporting the feeds and other exactly. uh, other fees that are associated with putting the show together and making it available to you guys, and put it towards something else that we can where we can offer some additional content or some additional features or something like that that you might find valuable. You know, we're certainly going to look for ways to do that wherever possible. Absolutely, and this is exactly what we wanted to know. That didn't work, so we're we're happy to make sure that that's fixed right back the way that you're used to it. So there you go. Yep, absolutely. Thanks a lot, Keith. We appreciate your feedback. And uh, guys, send an email. We love email. Oh, my God. Even if you just want to complain about something. <laughs> Those are our <laughs> It makes me so happy. I know, right? You People hate me? Oh, I hate me, too. To oh, it's so great. Because <laughs> it takes, like, I don't know. This probably took, like, seven to eight minutes to write this. Because, you know, sometimes you got to proofread it. You're like, oh, does this sound cool? Or, yeah, you know, I want to sound cool to these guys because I like them. And, right. You know. 
It takes time to do that, and it just means a lot. I don't know. I agree. We, we've talked about the voicemail thing. I know that's Five Hundies thing, and I know they don't have a fucking monopoly on something like that. But yeah, I know. We don't just don't want to bite their style, really, as always. Right, right. Well, I mean, there's that, and there's the idea that you have the ability to... I, we, we edit the show because we like to give you the best version of the show that we can give you. And it's the same thing with email. You get the opportunity to say what you want to say, make sure it's said the way you want to say it, and you know, I, I think it makes a better communication. I completely agree. There you go. Yeah, there it is. So that's episode 114. We appreciate you guys downloading and listening to the show very much. If you'd like to take a look at any of the stories we referenced on this week's show, you can do that on our blog. Again, that's 360vegaspodcast.com. The email is 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Also on the blog, you can find links to all the social media as well as, as we mentioned earlier, Pinterest, as we've recently added. So uh, don't forget, you can support the show very easily. We've got an Amazon banner. Just click there and go make your purchase, and that's all you got to do. Yeah. Yeah, so it's awesome. How's your holiday season so far? Work getting busy as usual? Oh, yeah, it's doing fine. Karen and I are... Uh... I don't know where the fuck I'm going. We're trip this weekend, right? We are. We are. We're going to go to New Orleans. Karen uh, and her company has has offered us the ability to go see the Saints at the Superdome. So we're going to go check out. I've never been to New Orleans before. Her work takes her there frequently. So she gets to show that off to me. And we get to go enjoy. 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 A professional football game, which is That's really fantastic. I hope you guys don't get robbed or raped or anything like that. I, I'm rooting for that as well, but if it that happens, Brian, it's all part of the experience. Well. It's all part of the experience. <laughs> There's definitely some flavor there. Right. That's right. I had crawfish and anally raped. It was a it was a delightful <laughs> trip. <laughs> I uh, I have been uh, really busy with work, but I've been putting up just strands and strands of Christmas lights in and out and around my house. Nothing Griswold style, but you know what? I've got a I've got a big house now, and uh, you know I'm like like I fu- I suddenly felt the urge the the need to like I want to have like a really kick ass Christmas light display, and I want people to drive past my house and be like, ooh, let's go past that house again. Hey, do you remember that house we went past with all the sweet lights? Let's go by that one. For some reason, I was compelled to want to be to have that house. You know what I mean? Yeah, I desperately want to come to Indiana now. <laughs> And, and I, I mean, it, it's growing every day. I think I've got probably, I mean, like I said, I'm not doing, I'm not doing it Griswold style or anything like that, but uh, I definitely probably have several hundred feet of lights <laughs> visible from the street. But uh, yeah, that's, that's uh, the holidays 2013 so far for me. Lights are up. Tree is up. Smells good in here. <laughs> Feeling good about putting some presents under the tree and nice. it's going to be fun, man. All right, man. Have a good time. So have a good weekend in New Orleans and... Yeah, that's all I got. All right. We'll see you next week.